Last night when I was meditating, I saw scary images in my mind and tingling sensation in my face because of being afraid. Maybe it's because of scary movies. <laughs> Maybe this is, oh, med sorry, meditating. So many years ago in the past, how do I overcome this being afraid? And is it all in my head? Um, I remember when I first meditated, you know, I think some of you know my story, how I was watching the Godfather movies right before I went to practice meditation. I'd never seen the Godfather movies, so I watched one, two, and three all together, and then I watched Scarface to top it off. Uh, I don't think it has much to do with it. But then when I was meditating, I had this experience of a, a, a voice saying, uh, you know, just totally out of the blue and out of nowhere, just saying, I told you not to come back here. That's a, almost exactly what it said, which has no meaning. And it was just this totally um, uh, mean and vicious uh, sort of uh, a voice. So, but but it, that sort of thing didn't happen later, and it certainly happened less. You know, these kind of things certainly happened less and less and less as I practiced. Important thing is to practice correctly, um, because. On the other hand, there are meditators for whom these things happen more and more and more. And there's no doubt about why that is. It's because they're encouraging them. They're giving them power. We, uh, we only suffer, no, we only create... We're only tortured by those things that we give power. And we're only haunted by those things that we... Uh, perpetuate, that we promote in ourselves. So, I know people who have gone crazy meditating. I know one, one monk who tried to kill himself several times, slit his wrists, set himself on fire. Totally wrong practice, totally out to, out to lunch. I think he's gotten a lot better now and he started taking some medication for it and so on. Um, but if, if you're practicing correctly, you these will slowly go away. The, the the point is that, and it's another important answer to your question. The idea of is it's all is it all in my mind? Uh, because when people hear voices or they see things, they wonder: Am I really seeing, or is it all in my mind? Am I really hearing voices, or is it all in my mind? This this monk I'm talking about heard voices, and to him and to most people, it's an important point: Is it real? Or is it in my mind? And I get used to get this a lot with the Thai people because Thai people have good concentration and their minds are fairly, you know, focused, and so they do see a lot of bright lights and colors and pictures. And they're asked; they always ask me, "Is it real?" From a Buddhist point of view, it's a peculiar sort of question. You know, the, the question of whether it's in your head. This isn't all of your question. It isn't all of the answer, but it's an important point. Uh, is it all in my head? See, there's no me, so there's, there can be no my. There's no head, so, so the, the question really breaks down. Reality is that experience that you had. So, and, and why I say this is because how else can you understand reality? It's a big question. It's a philosophical question. It's a question for philosophy. What is real? What is reality? I can't imagine any other way of understanding reality than that which is experienced, or experience. It, it seems to me absurd to think that there could be any other definition of reality. And of course there are many different 
definitions of reality. So, uh, the one I'm giving you, I hope, and as I understand, is the Buddha's understanding of reality, that reality is experience. And so, those faces that you saw were really a vision of space of, of faces. You really, or there really was an experience, unless you're lying to me, an experience of seeing faces, right? Am, am I correct? The images, sorry, images. That was real. It goes along with these people who say they saw God, right? People practice meditation and say, I saw God, and therefore, uh, religion X is the truth. You know, I saw Jesus, and therefore Christianity is the truth. Jesus came and talked to me. And this is where Buddhism is, I think, should be seen as different, or Buddhist meditation should be seen as different from a meditation of the sort that I described, where one sees God and becomes one with God, or so on. Because Buddhism would say, yes, there was an experience of seeing, but that's all you can honestly say about it without entering into speculation. Uh, w w the truth of your experience is that there was this, an, a, a vision, right? just like what I'm seeing now. When I look at Turindu, there's, a, there's an experience of vision. I have no idea what I'm saying. And so, as an example, when he hears my voice, there's an experience of, of, of hearing. And he's looking at me like I'm crazy because he doesn't understand it. But that's the truth. His experience is just sound. Right? Just like my experience of looking at him is just seeing. The difference is what goes on in the mind. He has no, no mental idea except, what's this crazy guy saying? I can't, can't make out what he's saying. And I look at him and I can make out, that's Turindu. But this is all happening in the brain, in the mind. The reality of experience is still just a seeing, still just a hearing, no matter whether you, or how you understand it. So, why this is an important thing to explain is because that's what should define your meditation. When you see something, that should be just seeing. When you have a tingling sensation in your face, yes, you had a tingling sensation in your face. It also goes back to the question about how, and it's an important point that I don't think either of us mentioned, is that how um, we make these connections. So you have the pain in the body and you have the memory. And you can come up with a theory which is totally sound to say that they are connected. But that theory does you no good whatsoever. It in fact does you harm because you've created something. You've created a link. You have two experiences, and you've created a third one that doesn't exist. You've created a third entity, which is the connection between these two. And that's where the problem arises, right? That's where problem uh, first comes into being. When you have just a pain and just a memory, you have no problem. When there's a memory, you're, you're thinking. When you have the pain, you have pain. When you have the tingling in your face, you have the tingling in your face. When you have the pictures or the, the images, you have images. There is seeing. You can read through the Buddhist suttas, and you, this is what you'll find. And this is an incredibly important point, I think, that one that is core to the understanding of Buddhist thought and meditation. And it's the basis on which we should develop our meditation. If you develop meditation in this way, there's no chance, you know, assuming that you keep it in mind and, and take it to heart and do, and do base your meditation on this idea, there's no chance that such things will get worse and lead to any problem that you, anything that you should be afraid of. 
what you're doing when you give rise to the fear is feeding it, right? Creating uh, a tension and a stress, and, and you know the energy that arises based on the fear is giving power to that. And this is why I would say that creating desire, thinking that the energy is somehow going to uh, going to help you, is really a bad idea because that energy is actually strengthening the habit of the desire. It's strengthening the habit of the fear. When you give rise to fear, you're only going to become more afraid next time because the energy is, well, it's, it's, it's messing with the brain, right? And it's messing with the mind. It's, it's, it, it has a power to it. And, you know, you need the energy to hardwire the information into the brain. So, uh, I think that's all I have to say about that. I want to add here that um, if you want to overcome that being afraid, then you have to accept it as what it is, as just being afraid. Mm -hmm. You have For to sure. face it. And um, one thing that happens when we are afraid is that we make a big deal out of it. We're we're making more out of it than it actually really is being afraid is just a feeling of being afraid and um, th this is nothing really special it's not um, a real life-threatening situation or so it's it's going on in in the mind and um, when we when we see it as it is, um, I lost a little bit of what I wanted to say, but it's then much easier to to let go of it uh, when we when we don't make such a big deal out of it, when we don't uh, take it too personal, when we don't think, "Wow, I'm afraid. I, I have to." do something that's wrong uh, instead of just accepting it as it is. <laughs>